Hey team, welcome back to The Pillars, the podcast of the 363rd ISR Wing. I'm Dr. Reed. And I'm Sergeant Joe. And uh, today we're talking, well, we're starting our first in our series of discussions on healthy relationships. And today we're talking about honesty. And I I promise this little story that I'm going to tell is going to relate to today's topic. But um, on the topic of honesty, um, I had an encounter with my adolescent daughter uh, this morning at around 2.30 in the morning. she was nowhere to be found in the house, and so her mother and I were driving the streets of our neighborhood trying to oh, find no. her, only to find out that she was just right next door at a friend's house. But um, uh, when she came home and we gave her an opportunity, let's say, to explain where she had been, um, she initially fed us one story, and then when we sort of said, so so that's your story, and that's kind of what you're, you're sticking to, uh, that promptly changed, mm. and then changed again, and I want to say after the third or fourth iteration, we finally got to something that's probably reasonably co- close to the truth, but it yeah. was impressive, the, the iterative process, how many of those we went through before we got to something that uh, sort of resembled the truth, and so... Uh, you know, in preparation for our talk today, I knew we were going to be talking about honesty. I started mm-hmm. to think about what is the what is the function of that kind of behavior? Why do people engage in that um, varying levels of truth telling when they're when they're cornered or they're confronted like that? So yeah. honesty, honesty. Well, the crazy thing about honesty is it's not just telling the truth, right? We have levels. It's about being fair and straightforward with not only yourself but others. And so it's definitely interesting that she chose to you know, have these multiple layers of how much information Mm -hmm. do I really need to give before you're satisfied, I'm satisfied, right? Right, and you're talking about, um, in in the last few weeks you've been writing about um, healthy relationships, Mm -hmm. and you're talking about how various um, qualities uh, or components um, are are important to healthy relationships, the first of them being honesty. Mm -hmm. And you kind of break that down into different categories of honesty. And what I think we're talking about here is verbal honesty. Um, and and certainly um, uh, my relationship with my daughter is one that I value. It's important mm-hmm. to me, and the success of that relationship does hinge a bit on honesty. Um, and I suppose that's true, right, for all of our relationships, whether they're intimate relationships, uh, you know, with our romantic partners or whether that's, you know, at work mm-hmm. or with our family relationships. A certain amount of honesty seems to be pretty important, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Well, and the crazy thing about the types of honesty is that they all play together, right? So we have our verbal honesty, our emotional honesty, and then physical honesty, but they all play in there, right? So when you're telling a story or you're you're confronting someone or, or just sharing information, you know, we use the words, but then there's an emotion usually attached, right? And then we have our body language, our physical mm. ability to kind of express that. But I definitely believe that emotional honesty is probably one of the hardest. And what do you mean when you say emotional honesty? It is so hard to be vulnerable to mm. kind of talk about feelings. So if, if you're talking about being honest and maybe you're not getting what you need from your spouse, mm-hmm. or maybe your spouse is telling you that they need more from you, it is difficult to admit that you might not be fulfilling your obligations. And so emotionally, it's difficult to sometimes portray that. You know, I think about when you say emotional honesty, I think about the situation where um, when one partner is trying to kind of guess at the emotional Mm -hmm. state of the other one, um, the partner who's being confronted is just sort of denies that Mm -hmm. they're having a particular emotional experience. Um, A certain, you know, 
Um, I'll, I'll give anger as an example. It's an emotion that we're all certainly familiar with and some are more practiced at it yeah. than others. Um, but sometimes when confronted with like, why are you mad or why are you angry with me? There's a kind of almost instantaneous denial. Like, I'm not mad, I'm not mm -hmm. angry with you. Why do you suspect people are dishonest with themselves and with their partners, uh, maybe around anger, but around emotions specifically? Why is that kind of denial important? I think there's kind of a multi-level answer. Uh, some folks are just, they don't want to kind of tell the honesty mm. because then they have to be vulnerable to share that, but also yeah. then they have to assess what that means maybe for the relationship, right? So if I'm angry and you're asking me, why are you so angry? And then I tell you, well, because I feel like you don't care about me, mm -hmm. that puts me in a vulnerable state. And then the other person's like, what? Right, like, what do you mean I don't care about you? Or so on and so forth through that argument. But it's difficult because then we might feel shame for saying that to our partner. Sure. And then it just kind of builds more emotions. And if we're not really good labeling our emotions, we just have all these feelings that we yeah. don't know how to describe. So kind of like with that, that verbal dishonesty, the mm -hmm. emotional dishonesty, um, it, it's instrumental in some way. We believe it, it will preserve us mm -hmm. or buffer us against some imagined future that might seem threatening. Yep. And so we are dishonest about our feelings, um, say, no, that's not what I'm feeling, when in fact it really is. Because um, after all, if I admit that I'm angry, what might that say about me? I'm a person who gets angry at okay. this kind of a situation or I'm angry at you, and uh, particularly if we're in a new relationship together, uh, you know, maybe we're newlyweds, and um, certain emotions may be taboo or kind of off the mm -hmm. table, or we ought not to feel those in our mm -hmm. first year or two of our relationship. Oh, definitely. I would definitely agree that it's more difficult to kind of express that. It's only later when you get folks that are like 50th anniversary and so on, and you ask them like, what's the key to success? And what do they always say? Communicate, mm -hmm. right? And so it's very interesting that we know how to make a successful relationship, uh, but it's just very difficult and it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. and, and that's where we really have to kind of look at what is our level of honesty, uh, even with a supervisor. Why are you late today? I got stuck at the gate. No, I didn't get stuck at the gate. I was bebopping around my house and didn't want to put my boots on, you know. Right. But it's And then when they're like, well, this is your third time being late, then, you know, we know there comes action after that. So I think a lot of times we have self-preservation with our right. honesty as well. And, and sometimes lying is for our own self-preservation and sometimes we may be trying to make uh, the situation as easy as possible for the, mm -hmm. or what we imagine is easy um, for, the, for the person that we're telling the lie to. Yeah, and we do little white lies throughout the day. You know, I, my daughter dresses in these crazy outfits and I know she loves exactly what she's wearing <laughs> and she asks me, how do I look mom? <laughs> For me personally, I wouldn't walk outside in purple cowboy boots with a tutu and this like rock star t-shirt, but that's her thing, you know? And so I think she's adorable. Would I wear that? Not at my age, of course, <laughs> but so I'm like, girl, you look great, right? And so that boosts her self-confidence yeah. and I could see her shine after that, right? There's a little insecurity. And then when you say like, you're looking great, girl, rock it. Then she's like, yeah, I'm going to rock it. And she does. And she carries that for the rest of the day. Now, if I had been like, are you really going to wear that? Are you, I mean, you don't care what people think about you. I mean, that's just going to bring her down. So then right. she's not going to walk out that front door as confident 
as I want her to be in this in this world. I think that's what I was thinking about earlier, that those little white lies, those mm -hmm. fibs or whatever, that's kind of that social lubricant that um, I think we actually prefer, even though we're asking for honesty mm -hmm. or brutal honesty, we, we prefer to live in a world where there's a little bit of white lying yeah. because it helps us to get out the door yeah. <laughs> on days when we may be feeling really insecure mm -hmm. about how we look or yep. how we feel. Yeah, yeah. I definitely know that there's situations in which I ask, you know, how do I look in this? My husband's response is, you look skinny. You look really skinny. That's what I want to <laughs> hear. I don't want to hear that I don't, maybe I shouldn't wear that unless I really, really, really should not wear that. Uh, but typically that's the response I like to hear because that's what I need. I need mm -hmm. to hear that, you know, you look good. <laughs> you look good in that. You know, you also write about physical honesty, and I wonder mm -hmm. if you can unpack that a little bit. What is that? Physical honesty is such an interesting thing uh, because we do little small tales with our body language, uh, even just the, you know, the comment, actions speak louder than words. Mm. You know, when you provide a lot of verbal um, honesty, but then your actions don't match that, or you're consistently touching your face, like we had talked about earlier, sure. right? When you're trying to talk to somebody, but you're not really being dishonest. We, we kind of have small tells. Uh, you cross your arms, you lean back. Uh, we, we change our eye contact. Um, maybe we're not as direct. We start backing out of a room like my daughter does, right? Um, these are all physical signs uh, that we're potentially uncomfortable and maybe being a little dishonest. And, or even if we're honest, these actions may perceive as dishonest and then we're not understanding why the person we're talking to doesn't believe what we're saying, mm -hmm. right? Because 80% of our language is nonverbal. Mm. So if only 20% is the words coming out of our mouth, 80% of the message is being received through our nonverbals. Uh, so if you tell me uh, that you don't feel good, but you've got this big smile on your face and you're just like kind of jumping around, I'm gonna know like this doesn't make sense. Yeah, and the research says that we're, we're not actually very astute lie detectors, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's pretty much a coin flip whether or not we accurately assess whether or not someone is telling us the truth. And all that means to me is that uh, when it comes to physical honesty, um, our brains are pretty active when someone's mm -hmm. telling us a story. Uh, you know, we're, we're looking at all kinds of cues, whether we know it or not, to try to assess whether or not this person's actions uh, their, their behaviors are consistent with what they're saying or the emotions that they're portraying. We're, we're performing this kind of assessment and, you know, we're simultaneously trying to figure out, okay, if I believe this person is lying, am I willing to live with that lie mm -hmm. or not? Do I need to call them on that lie? So there's, there's a lot going on behind the scenes uh, that we're, we're assessing. And I guess physical honesty is the way, you, uh, as you described it, is one of those, is one of those things. Uh, but needless to say, I, I, I I think honesty is important in relationships. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, in preparation for this, uh, thinking about this, I was thinking, and, and I hate to put you on the spot, but sure. um, honesty is a, is a value, it's a virtue, I mm -hmm. think, uh, in our culture, uh, and probably across many cultures, if not all. But I wondered, I started to wonder, um, is it important to be uh, forthright about everything. Yeah, I know for me again specifically when there's too much honesty, mm. I consider it criticism. Mm -hmm. You know, and the, and I know that the honesty component is basically your opinion of whatever the perceived event is, right? It could be factual, right? Like if I did something, you know, factual. But typically if there's too much honesty in the way that it's delivered, I might get super guarded and feel like you're criticizing me 
but I've asked you for that truth, but then I seem to not want that level of truth. So Mm -hmm. it's like, ease up a little. Give me like the kindergarten version, (laughs) right? I'll try to make some changes or whatever we need to discuss about the situation, but don't, don't go crazy on me, right? And I think that's a lot of people. There's like varying levels. I want you to be as honest as I feel comfortable with. <laughs> and I'm only going to be honest with you as much as I feel comfortable <laughs> with. <laughs> right? Honestly, uh, I think we're coming to the end of this podcast. I know that in future um, uh, Pillars episodes, we're going to be talking more about mm-hmm. other concepts uh, related to honesty, mm-hmm. uh, trust and respect, those kinds of things yep. as well. Um, all important parts of building and maintaining healthy relationships. I think a good takeaway, though, is if honesty is lost, it can be rebuilt. Mm. And that's something that if we want to work towards. And so even though we know a situation has happened and a person has lied to us and it has Mm. impacted us significantly, you can rebuild that honesty. You can Mm -hmm. get to that part where the person gets trust. And we'll go into more of that quality Uh, next time. Yeah, and I guess I would issue a challenge. Like maybe you've been recently caught in a uh, untruth or a lie Mm -hmm. or however you want to talk about it. Um, But there's always an opportunity. I think Mm -hmm. you're alluding to this as well. There's always an opportunity to experiment with telling the truth. We may not tell the truth, uh, whether that's emotionally, verbally, or or physically. We may be be being dishonest um, because we imagine that the truth uh, would be harmful or that Mm -hmm. we simply couldn't handle um, the outcomes associated with telling the truth. And I guess we have the opportunity, and I would issue the challenge to just experiment this week with being a little bit more honest than yeah. you than you potentially have. See what kinds of impacts it has on your relationships, whether that's at home, at work, with romantic partners, or with friends or family, and see if your beliefs are supported or not supported. And um, maybe you can make a decision based on that data about um, being honest or more honest in the future. Well, team, thanks for listening to The Pillars, the podcast of the 363rd ISR Wing. I'm Dr. Reed. And I'm Sergeant Joe. And thanks for the work that you do and uh, your service to our country. And we'll talk to you next week. You're awesome.